When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Baltimore Ravens are what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real. And while today is Wednesday, if you're an NFL fan, your Thursdays might be getting a lot busier. Kevin Durant is finally suiting up in the Valley of the Sun, and there are some very recognizable names that are soon to have a new prefix, Hall of Famer. Let's go around the horn. HOF. Hall of Famer. We got four Hall of Famers on this show. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. I got in on a little balance. Lamar Jackson is absolutely representing himself. On Monday, he told the world that he had requested a trade weeks ago, and last night he said the quiet part out loud, tweeting, quote, let's get real. I'd rather have a 100% PCL than go out there and play horrible, forcing myself to put my guys in a bad situation. Now that's selfish to me, end quote. Falcons owner Arthur Blank was straightforward yesterday saying he thought that Jackson was a straight-up injury risk. Tim Kalashaw, do you believe in Lamar's durability long-term? No, not really. Not unless he's superhuman and different from every other running quarterback in history. And you can check the stats of Randall Cunningham or Michael Vick or Russell Wilson or any of the quarterbacks who started out rushing for 700, 800, maybe even 1,000 yards and look at about around age 30, 31 what they're doing. And a lot of it's just decision-making, but a lot of it is health. And I think that's what Arthur Blank was talking about, and that's a concern teams have. He's missed five games each of the last two years. How much money and draft picks can you invest in a guy who might start 11 or 12 games and then be let soon be less of a runner than he is? Lamar Jackson took it the wrong way to me and, and answered as if, as if his toughness had been questioned, and nobody's questioning that at all. It's just the, the, the idea that five or six years from now, he's not going to be the same player that he has been to this point. Bill Plasky. Yeah, forget five or six years from now, Tim. What about right now? If Lamar Jackson went to the NFC team, he'd be the best quarterback in that conference right now. He would vault that team into the favorites to, to go to the Super Bowl. And yet, no, Arthur Blank doesn't want him. He has Desmond Ritter. He doesn't want Lamar Jackson. New England doesn't want him. They have Mac Jones. Indianapolis doesn't want him, and they don't have anybody. How about the 49ers? He comes to the 49ers, they're favorites immediately to go to the Super Bowl. I'm just surprised. I realize he's only played, he missed 10 of his last 22 games. He's 1-3 in the playoffs. I realize all this stuff against him. But right now, he can change your team. And I'm just, I can't understand why more teams aren't interested. Frank, I, I don't understand it. Yeah, I, I don't think it's about the playoff record. I mean, Baltimore is a great organization. They won a Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer and Joe Flacco. They could certainly win one with Lamar Jackson. But I think you're being a little unfair. Arthur Blank isn't talking about talent. He's talking about staying healthy in the last two years. That's been a major issue for Lamar Jackson. And I would advise him, and he doesn't have an agent, stop negotiating through the media. You might be getting likes and retweets, but this is not the way to go about it. You have an agent. An agent's going to call up a local guy, a national guy, and say, you know what? 
But you mind mentioning that Lamar's the guy that's out there all the time, that's really tough. He's played through a lot of stuff before. For Lamar Jackson to do it, it's just not smart right now. It, it, it's a battle that in the long run you're not going to win because all the agents don't want to see you win. The Baltimore Ravens don't want to don't want to see you win. They're trying to get you at a, at a bargain of a price. So I think he's only hurting himself by fighting this silly war with an owner who basically doesn't want him anyway. There were 31 other teams in the league. Martenzi Johnson, how you doing? Yeah, is is this the same Arthur Blank who in 2005 gave Michael Vick the biggest contract of the time, even two years after he broke his leg? Is the same Arthur Blank who two years ago wanted to get Deshaun Watson, who has blown out each of his ACLs over these past couple years. It doesn't make sense to me how you cannot want this player. And then harp on the style of play, even when the time he got hurt last year, it wasn't from rushing, it was from getting sacked in the pocket because he's a good pocket passer too. Um, and this idea that you can't win with him, he's won 73% of the games that he's appeared in for the Ravens, which is the most other than Patrick Mahomes. So you know that you can win with this guy. You can't win without him. They didn't win without him last year. They didn't win without him the year before. So, again, as Dominique Foxworth would say, pay that man. <laughs> Bill Plasky back in. Yeah, yeah. to Frank's point, I think the quarterback is the CEO of the football team. Lamar is not acting very executive-like now with his comments and tweets. He needs to get his PR team around him, and I think that's hurting him. Tim. You know, I, I got to go back to Plasky's comment that Lamar Jackson is just going to take any NFC team to the Super Bowl or whatever that was he said a few minutes ago. I, that, I don't that's think what I the said. Philadelphia Eagles, I don't think the Eagles would be anxious to trade Jalen Hurts for Lamar Jackson. And there's a couple other teams that would, that would feel the same. He's a very good player, but we can't keep looking at those stats from his MVP year four years ago and say he's going to be that guy again. He hasn't been that lately. Frank, last word. And everyone talks about betting on yourself. You know, ESPN reported last September that he was offered $133 million guaranteed. That's more than Kyler Murray. That's more than Russell Wilson. The contract could have gone to $200 million. He decided not to take that. And unfortunately for him, he ended up getting hurt. That's what Arthur Blank is addressing. The guy's obviously a talented guy, but there have been injuries in his career. There's no denying that. I remember I covered a game in which he diced up the Los Angeles Rams. And I was thinking to myself, this guy is exactly what the president and the future in the league is going to be. That game was at the Coliseum. It was before SoFi was even a thing. 2019 was a really long time ago. So moving right along, we're sticking with the NFL. Sunday, Monday, Thursday. The NFL has a chokehold on three days of the week, and now they're considering making the Thursday slot more of a marquee matchup than it's been in recent years. Under a new potential plan, the league was considering trying the TNF window as a flex, which eventually was nixed as an option. But there is a chance for teams to play more than one Thursday game more regularly. Pat Mahomes was an obvious non-fan of the situation. You can see his tweet there. Frank, is the NFL playing with fire here? From this standpoint, I don't think they are just because, you know, you have Apple paying what I mean, Amazon is paying a billion dollars a year for about 11 years. Money talks in the NFL. There's a reason why these contracts are all through the roof. I don't like the idea of having uh, the multiple teams play multiple Thursdays. You want to do it where you start the season on a Thursday, maybe then the week two, you're playing on a Thursday. That's one thing. I think that's what you have to be careful for. But one time a year, I don't think it's the worst thing, considering the money that everyone is benefiting from. Martinzi, how does this look to you? Well, I don't think it's necessarily about the money. It's about the player safety, which the players harp on all the time. Patrick Mahomes is against this. And the last time he got all up in Roger's face, Roger was in his basement saying Black Lives Matter. So I think there's something here. Not to mention J.J. Watt, who 
has just become the union man after he retired, where he's commenting on this saying player safety is more important. And he even commented on Lamar Jackson is wondering why player uh, teams aren't signing Lamar Jackson. I think the players need to hit on the owners for this because the next thing you know, if you don't get this out of the way, you're going to play an 18th game, you're going to play a 19th game, you're going to play on Wednesday, you're going to play on uh, Saturday, you're going to play on Tuesday. It's not going to stop. Tim Callishaw. Player safety is a concern, and I, I trust that Richard Sherman will use his current platform to speak of the grave injustice that's being done here. But beyond Ooh. that, I think there's an easy fix that can be made here for the teams that have to play twice on Thursdays. Everybody's got bye weeks throughout the season. Make one of those Thursday games after their bye week, that's so they're not idea. getting ready on three days rest. There's plenty of that to go around, and th- then nobody has to deal with two short weeks. Solutions-oriented. I like that, Tim. Bill Plaschke, Very solutions-oriented. I, th- I think the Thursday games are too, they expose the players to too much risk of injury. I think we've proven that. It's too difficult for the players. Yet the league doesn't care. The league and the players agree to the, the extra games, you know, in the last contract. That's a slippery slope, and they're just finding out right now how deep it's going to go. I, I agree with, with the thought that they'll, they'll be playing 18 games, 19 games. I mean, the league will just stack on the games for the money at the players' expense. They do play Saturday games in the playoffs, so. As long as we don't get anything close to back-to-backs, I do think this is getting a little risky. All right, we got basketball. The Warriors up and down season took a fascinating turn last night. The Dubs eked out a win against the Pelicans, and Draymond Green is a big reason why. He notched his 17th technical of the season, providing a so-called spark, and Klay Thompson provided the dagger, leading to some very sad faces on the Pels bench. Bill, is this the kind of energy you want from the Warriors? No, not really. And I was so surprised by Steve Kerr's comments because I can't understand. I watched this real time, and it was ugly. It was distracting. It was. I'm thinking, like, what's Draymond doing? Is he costing them a game again? And the fact that they came back and shot 70% in the fourth quarter, you know, and Curry was unbelievable. That saved them, not, not Draymond. I'm surprised what Curry said. And this team, if they rely on Draymond to do that sort of stuff during the playoffs, they will not win the championship again. Tim Callishaw, you thought Dre was doing great last night? Uh, I wouldn't call it great, but I do think it's necessary. And that's been the weird thing about the Warriors and the beautiful game that Curry and Clay have played for the last decade. It has to be combined a lot of times with Draymond right on that edge or sometimes way over that edge because uh, they do lose their focus. And he does bring them energy. I don't know if that's the sole reason they won that game last night, but we certainly have seen that throughout the last 10 years. Martinzi, Draymond, you like that? You just said earlier in the week on one of the other shows that the best ability is availability, and he just got his 17th technical. Sorry, not 70. 17th technical, and if he gets another one, he's going to miss a game. The only thing is the Warriors only have five games left, and they're not even clear of the play-in yet because if they keep losing games, they're going to be in that. So if he continues on this path, which includes lowering his shoulder into Brandon Ingram, kicking the head of Herb Jones, I don't know how that provides a spark which, like Bill said, it was more so the lights-out shooting from the rest of the team and the fact that Steph Curry scored 22 of his 38 points in the second half. Frank, this is the Draymond we have. Is it the Draymond we need? Yeah, and, and I think he was obviously walking the line yesterday. Remember, he got that technical foul. They were down nine. Next thing you knew, they were down 20. So if it provided a spark, how was that exactly? It was New Orleans that took a 20-point lead. Curry had 39 points in that game. And the one guy you have to watch out for here is referee Ed Malloy. He showed incredible restraint because – 
Draymond is saying how, how, about eight or nine times when he got the technical foul. Then, as Tenzi pointed out, when he got uh, kicked Herb Jones in the head, that should have been technical foul 18. But we're at a point in the league where after the game, after everything that happened, Draymond sat back and said, I could see that getting rescinded. Is that really going to get rescinded? But then I'm thinking, well, Luka Doncic, his 16th got rescinded, so maybe Draymond knows something. To me, the comments that they made, it sounded like they were covering for him yesterday. That's, that's how I felt about it. Tim, last word. I do worry at times, like when I hear Steve Kerr talking like that, like he feels like he has to say this. And, you know, I still go back to the beginning yep. of the year, the whole Draymond Green uh, just, you know, punching the lights out of Jordan Poole and the team doing basically nothing about that. I think that's, that is been part of their yep. focus and their struggles throughout this season. All right. Glad you guys are playing nice. Unlike Draymond, a robust first round. Martinzi getting it done. Third time here. Fire sauce coming up, kiddos. Around the Horn is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Only pay for what you need. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. All together now, guys. Ball night! Ball oh, night! Good night. tonight. Good night. Kevin Durant is playing basketball with the Phoenix Suns. It is the rare second chance to make a first impression. Ten games missed after that gnarly ankle injury and warm-ups at his first home debut. The Suns now have seven games left to get Durant up to team speed. Bill Plaschke, is that enough time for Durant to get gelled and ready with his team for the playoffs? That's plenty of time. In my mind, Clinton, the minute Kevin Durant steps on the court for the Suns, they become the favorites to win the West and go to the NBA Finals. He's that much of a chameleon. He fits in right so well. He averaged 27 points, shot 69% when he came back from his previous injury and then played three games for Phoenix. He's, he's an integral to the offense, and again, he fits right in. It'll be perfect for them. They're the favorites. And Kalashaw. I hate following Plasky when he's right. It's so uh, off-putting, it's hard to deal with. But I will say this. Yes, <laughs> Phoenix, Memphis, Denver, that will be your pecking order in the West. Once we see Durant, not just tonight, but see him play for about two weeks here and make sure he's okay. Devin Booker welcomes him back. He needs somebody else 
to carry the load, but they'll be the best in the world. Martinzi. I'm buying it. Uh, the Suns averaged 120 points per game in those three games that he played in, which is second only to the Sacramento Kings. Where I'm selling is, I'm not sure his body can actually still hold up. He's a little long in the tooth now. Uh, his freshman year at Texas, I was a senior in high school, and now I have back problems, and my hairline is failing me, man. <laughs> Frank Isola. Long in the tooth. Kevin Durant is old. That, that, man, you are, you are really young. Here, here's the thing about Kevin Durant. As long as he can stay healthy, they'll be fine. Who are you going to guard? Devin Booker was averaging 36 points when he was playing alongside Kevin Durant. One thing, though, to Bill, to worry about, they could end up getting the Clippers in the first round, maybe even the Golden State Warriors. That road to a finals will be extremely difficult. Sun's team is flat out. PG's hurt. Look at Kevin Durant and Booker. Moving right along. McDonald's All-American Games last night. On the boys' side, the East winning late. Thanks to DJ Wagner, shout out Dewan, leading with 19 points. But most eyes on another famous NBA Nepo baby, Bronny James, and his five threes, four assists. This a night after Bronny finished second in the dunk contest. Tim, are you buying or selling Bronny's performance? When I was a senior in high school, the dunk was illegal in college basketball. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Let's put that aside. Uh, Bronny James' performance, he did what he did. What scouts want to see. He hit threes. He hit five of them. Whether it's playing in college, playing in Europe, getting to the NBA in a couple years, shoot those threes. That's what everyone wants to see. Martinzi. I'm buying it. He had all the pressure in the world. One, from his dad sitting there. Two, they didn't even have him do media availability. That's how popular this man is, and he still performed. But where I'm selling, though, is with the game on the line, three points, he passes the ball just like his dad. No, man, shoot it. Come on, wow. Jay-Z. What kind of shot is that? He's a high school kid. kid. Come on. Frank Isola, your thoughts on Bronny? I got to be honest with you. I was so impressed by the son of the former Cleveland Cavalier. Of course, I'm talking about DJ Wagner from Camden, New Jersey, who was the MVP of the game. But, uh, Bronny James, I, was, I didn't realize he was that undersized. That doesn't mean he can't make it to the NBA, but good for him. He's had a terrific career thus far. Hopefully he continues in the NBA like he and his dad. Bill Plasky. Listen to us evaluating. He's a, he's a high school kid. We're talking about strengths and weaknesses, and he's so, he's so scrutinized. I was just happy to see him have some success. He has been so under the microscope out here in L.A. It's been, I can't imagine the pressure his father put on him saying he wants to go and you know, he wants to play for the same NBA team. It must be really difficult. I know he's very privileged and very athletic and very great, but he's also has to go through a lot of, of tough times, I think, with the scrutiny. I'm glad to see him have some fun. I've seen him play a couple times in high school, and it is a different beast than anything I've ever seen in the high school sports realm. Yeah. It's a really tough situation for that kid, and I'm glad that he's getting the shine that he deserves in terms of who he is as an athlete and as a young man as well. Moving to baseball, my favorite sport. Check this out. Nestor Cortez tries to quick pitch the Nats in an exhibition game yesterday, and the ump awards a ball. Apparently, the batter and pitcher did not have enough eye contact, sort of like a bad first date. So on the next pitch, Nestor gives him the old rocking chair with the wiggle, the delay, and then the delivery. I mean, it's pretty peak stuff right here. Martinzi, buy or sell Cortez's moves on the mound? Oh, I'm buying it. And this is from someone who used to be a fan of the pitch uh, clock. But now, if you got to have eye contact, this sounds like couples counseling. I don't want any of that. Just play baseball. <laughs> Frank Isola. He picked the right time to do it. It's an 0-2 count. If you're going to quick pitch there, because if it doesn't work out and the umpire is on top of his game, which he was, it's only a ball. So smart move by Nestor Cortez. No plastic. It's spring training. It's cute. We won't see this in regular season. The players will be too worried. Pitchers too worried about the pitch clock. They'll be too focused on getting it right. They're not going to be messing around. Tim Kalashaw, your thoughts on this? 
It's a tough rule. I haven't personally made eye contact with people since 2004, but I think overall <laughs> we will see benefits coming from all these changes they've made in baseball. I got to say, the thing about the pitch clock that's best is not just the amount of time it takes for a game. It's the actual quality of the baseball. When you're on the field and things keep moving, play, play ball. Yes. That's what we do. Kyle Shaw, right, I moving. love you. You got to go, moving. buddy. Martinzi, great job. Keep moving. Old school matchup. Frank. Oh, Bill. yeah. Let's get oh, it on. Showdown yeah. back, you know. for this. Ball night indeed. <laughs> Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Around the Horn is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Only pay for what you need. This is the 34th career matchup between Frank and Bill. Bill leads 19 to 14. Let's get into showdown. Yeah, baby. Our newest basketball Hall of Fame inductees, Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Tony Parker, Paul Gasol, Greg Popovich, and Becky Hammond getting the call this weekend, sources told ESPN. Bill, who would you like to wax poetically about? I'm really happy for Pal because he's, he has great stats, but really he's getting in because he was a great teammate. He came to L.A., energized Kobe Bryant, won two championships, played a second role to Kobe Bryant. Tremendous man. Right. Also won a FIBA World Championship. The Greg Popovich, the all-time winning as coach, the reason he's getting in now is because he never wanted to be nominated. And with him going in along with Tony Parker, all the Spurs from that era in, David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and even Becky Hammond, his former assistant, getting it. Frank would say, we'll split the point. Did not realize we were scooping each other on Hall of Fame stuff these days, but what are you going to do? <laughs> Moving right along. Number zero, coming to an NFL team near you. The league voted to allow the jersey number, and immediately Calvin Ridley opted in. Frank, how does zero sit with you? I think it looks great. You better have a lot of confidence. Most of us spend our lives not wanting to be known as a big zero, but it looks good in basketball. Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook. And don't forget about Jim Otto, longtime Oakland Raiders lineman. Bill. Why are they worried about numbers? They need to change the other rules. They need to make pass, roughing the passer reviewable. How come they didn't do that? I could care less about numbers. I want more football changes. It's just a question about numbers. Does either one of you know who my favorite player ever to wear number zero is? No. Gilbert Arenas, you're both losing points. Come on. <laughs> Moving right along. The Masters next week in anticipation is building, not just for the green jacket, but for another tournament between PGA and live golfers. But the players say they aren't expecting drama. Patrick Reed calls it business as usual. Brooks Kepka says no one is angry at anyone. And Bubba Watson says it's all media driven. You are the media, Bill. You expected the smoke, and do you want the smoke? 
I don't expect the smoke and no Clinton. I don't want the smoke. The Masters is bigger than all that. It's better than all that. It's above all that. This, that's beneath the Masters. This is a special week. Let's celebrate it. Right. Conveniently, yeah, sure, it's the media, but also there are some fans that don't like it as well. We all know that the golfers are okay with it because it doesn't matter which tour you're on. They're all making money hand over fist. I told you the lifetime record before, but, Bill, you had a rough one getting to work today. Take the win. Thank you. I want to talk, talk about this weekend, San Diego State's in the Final Four. And my favorite San Diego State story is they're being renowned for their teamwork now. Would you know who the career assist leader is for San Diego State? Yeah, Tony Gwynn. Right. A great baseball player. Had 590 career assists. Also a single-season assist leader for Tony Gwynn. The greatest man I've ever covered in, in any sport. Most successful, the most amenable, the most the, the friendliest. He was a great ambassador for baseball. Gone too soon at age 54 in 2014 of cancer. But just remember, Tony Gwynn was a great basketball player. And he just figures he'd be the career assist leader for San Diego State. Thank you for that, Bill. You said he's one of the best guys you ever covered, too. I believe that. Thanks for coming around, folks. We're on a 23 and a half an hour break. We will see you tomorrow. Let's see if I can get this today. Oh! Pass it like Tony Gwynn.